we're going to uh, talk about um, really uh, uh, exciting new film, documentary film uh, that has come out um, about uh, the Puerto Rican Studies Program at, at CUNY's Brooklyn College. Uh, it's, a, it's a documentary that looks back on uh, a 50-year-old struggle uh, to, um, to launch a Puerto Rican Studies uh, program at, at Brooklyn College when uh, something like that was um, uh, not uh, not uh, very very uh, well known or uh, considered, and um, and I, I think part of what makes this uh, important to look back on again when we think about the Capitol Hill uh, insurrection, uh, there there really are uh, these two forces at work within our society. Uh, one that that wants to go back to uh, sort of uh, white man's republic, uh, uh, really lean into white supremacy, and then there's uh, another force that wants to live, wants to build and create a multiracial, multicultural democracy uh, where there's room for everybody, and uh, really the the diversity that this country can can flourish, and, and uh, the struggle for the Puerto Rican uh, studies program uh, at uh, Brooklyn College was uh, really you know one of sort of an early flashpoint. Uh, in uh, in this uh, multi-decade uh, struggle over which direction the United States of America is going to go in as, as a society. And uh, to uh, talk about that with us uh, this evening, uh, we have uh, two guests. Um, we have uh, uh, Tammy Gold, a professor at Hunter College, an award-winning filmmaker and artist. And for decades, her films have been at the forefront of social justice, uh, focusing on race, class, Islamophobia, Gender, Sexual Identity, and Criminal Justice. And uh, she's currently producing a documentary on decriminalizing uh, sex work. Uh, and, and, and she was the co-director of uh, Making the Impossible Possible, this uh, new uh, documentary on the, on the struggle for the Puerto Rican Studies Department at uh, Brooklyn College. And we're also joined uh, by uh, Dr. Maria uh, Perez uh, E. Gonzalez, Associate Professor and Deputy Chairperson in the Department of Puerto Rican and Latin. Tino studies at Brooklyn College, uh, at Brooklyn College CUNY, and she's the co-editor editor of Fifty Years of Puerto Rican Studies in CUNY Book Project, and she's one of the interviewees in the in the documentary. Uh, Tammy and Maria, welcome to the Independent News Hour on WBAI. Thank you. Thank you. Delighted to be here. Delighted. Great. So, um, Tammy, let's start with you. Oh, you you've made a, a many documentaries. What was your inspiration for, for making this one? Actually, we were invited to make it. The okay. story is, as an activist, I've done many different things making films, but I've also been involved with different struggles. So one of the things I'm pretty involved with is Jewish Voice for Peace, which is about the struggle to um, end the occupation of Palestine. And in the course of that, I became close to Esther Farmer, um, Pam Spawn, who's the other director-producer. And the two of us became close to Esther. And she in- brought us to the people who are involved with APRE and asked us if we would make the film. So it's one of these wonderful stories where there's a collaboration built really out of, out of activism, not coming to us just because of filmmaking, but because the people who wanted this 
trusted us politically and loved the fact that we were political activists, filmmakers. And so that's the journey. Great. And, and uh, Maria, uh, looking back uh, all those years to when the struggle began, wh- uh, what was the inspiration for you to, to uh, fight for this program and to bring Puerto Rican studies to Brooklyn College? Well, um, I'm not actually one of the founders. I do teach there, and I chaired uh, the okay. Department of Puerto Rican Latino Studies um, for about 17 years. Uh, I just um, stepped down last year. Um, but in doing so, in sharing for so long, and, and in terms of writing or editing the book project um, with the former chair of Puerto Rican Latino Studies, uh, Dr. Virginia Sanchez Coral, um, we have learned quite a bit. And we have been in communication and contact. Some of the alumni are still very much involved with the department. Uh, Professor Antonio Nadal retired from the department in 2015. Um, so there are many of the, um, some of the adjuncts have been founders of the department. So uh, the motivation there was that they had entered college. Uh, a very few, um, a handful of Puerto Rican students had entered college. They looked around and said, how come there's only one culture or one background? And why, what happened to the rest of us? You know, we're not anywhere here. Um, and so they um, attended an anti-war protest in 1968, and that sort of began their journey. Um, and they teamed up with uh, the Brooklyn um, uh, the Brooklyn League of Afro-American Collegiates um, at Brooklyn College uh, and Black. Uh, so they were Black students, um, and they decided, well, uh, we're going to go along. We're going to demand that uh, Black and Puerto Rican studies be taught. We're going to demand that an institute for Puerto Rican uh, and Black studies, you know, come into existence. We're going to demand greater faculty, uh, more students. There was a whole campaign um, that began from that. And and indeed, uh, it did change the face of the ivory tower forever, right? Over 50 years already, Um College, university life wasn't the same anymore. Uh, and CUNY was basically the central hub where you had this push uh, and it was established, Black Studies and Puerto Rican Studies. Um, so it's, it's an, a great accomplishment for just a handful of students who created alliances with other groups, um, with the Students for a Democratic Society, um, right, with, with the W.E.B. Du Bois Club. I mean, so there were right, groups of students who were already very politically active and aware that actually um, they formed alliances with and pushed for this. And, and of course, the backdrop of all this was the civil rights movements, right, going on, the anti-war protests, all of the unrest, the injustice. Um, and so uh, it's very similar to today, right? We see the climate today. And indeed, mm. it, it's, it's 50 years later, but here we are almost full circle again. Uh, we have made many strides. We have our departments of Puerto Rican studies, of Africana studies, um, et cetera, throughout the, you know, throughout the nation. Um, but some of the struggles, right, uh, resonate quite clearly, and, and some of them still remain the same. Mm-hmm. And, and this whole push about white supremacy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's very real. And, and we saw that, right, come to life uh, recently. Um, we sure did. So, yeah. yeah. I was going to say one thing about, you know, when the when the horrendous thing, and I hate when people talk about it lightly, the siege on the Capitol, the aggression, the white supremacy, the fascism, when that 
exposed it tr itself on January 6th. This is not new. It's been here. It was invited by the administration, the Trump administration and everybody in it. It was invited to flourish and show itself. And I thought a lot about the takeover of the Capitol and the takeover at Brooklyn College of the president's office, because that's raised in the film. What's the difference? The difference is one's about multiculturalism, one's about the people, one's about universal public higher education, about breaking down doors and segregation. So here you have one action, nothing compared to the white supremacists, the anti-Semites that took over or made an attempt to take over the White House. But... You mean take over Congress or... I'm the Capitol, excuse yeah. me. The Capitol. Um, I guess the point I'm making is yeah. we want to be strong and use strong tactics like the students did at, at Brooklyn College in 69. They did do remarkable things. I'm a professor at Hunter College. And Maria, you might be able to talk about students today at Brooklyn College. We have fabulous students. I don't know if there's a space to take over a president's office at this historic moment at the City University. And I am so encouraged, and I hope students are encouraged, not just within CUNY or in public higher ed, but throughout all schools, to understand the militancy and the strength that it took. Those young students in 1969, I mean, it's just amazing. And I think that was some of the spirit that Pam Spawn and I felt by looking at the footage. It was so exciting to see that courage and determination and that's one of the reasons why it's such an important film, as as gentle and small film is. I've never made a film so fast in my life. <laughs> we shot for four days. It was a four-day shoot, maybe four and a half. We had to maximize everything we did while we were shooting. We had to have two locations for all the interviews. We did the... Um, Latinos in support of Black Lives Matter demonstration, and we did the demonstration in front of Brooklyn College, where um, the Department of Puerto Rican Studies was demanding the rehiring of adjuncts that were all uh, uh, fired within, what, 24, 30 hours. And so we really saw that a film could be made with a very small budget and have a huge impact. And I think that's something we can all learn. And it couldn't have been done without Apre. It could not have been done without Hiseli, who's Colon, who's one of the other producers, who's a member of Apre, and she's also a graduate of Brooklyn College, Puerto Rican Studies, and someone who's going on to get her PhD now, which will focus on this whole area of study and scholarship. None of this could have been done without this collaboration. Right. And I wanted to ask uh, Maria, can you talk a little bit more about the um, 
the curriculum of the Puerto Rican Studies program? What, what exactly is uh, imparted uh, th- through the program and, and, and why it's uh, so beneficial to the students who participate in it? Absolutely. Uh, Puerto Rican and Latino Studies, um, because it, it originated as Puerto Rican Studies, but then in 1998, we did include Latino um, because of the demographics in New York City. Um, and so with Puerto Rican and Latino Studies, we say PRLS, PEARLS. Uh, so then we consider Brooklyn College the treasure box, and, and we are the pearls of that treasure box. Um, nice. But definitely, pearls is for all students from all walks of life. And it's about teaching students how to think critically, right? Think critically about these Latino groups. Think critically about the relationship between Puerto Rico and the United States, clearly a colonial relationship. Um, it is about Students learning about the largest right, ethnic group in the United States. They're your neighbors. They're your friends. They're your family. They're your lovers. Uh, I mean, they're, you know, Latinos are an integral, uh, an integral uh, part of the United States. And Latinos, right, have been here before the United States was created. Um, <laughs> Spanish was spoken here before the Latin, you know, the, the, um, the United States existed. Before the pilgrims, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So it's about teaching students a different perspective, right? It's about widening the lens of how we see the story of the United States, mm-hmm. right? It's about um, including those whose voices and stories have usually been either ignored, minimalized, um, made invisible. And so this film making uh, the impossible possible is exactly right. You know, who would have thought that a few students, right? Puerto Rican students, you know, who just, um, you know, some of them were born in Puerto Rico. Some, you know, were born here, but they were recent, right? Uh, A recent migrant group to the United States. Mm -hmm. Yes, with U.S. citizenship, but in all other senses, in terms of culture and language, very different, right? The experience of an immigrant group. And, and, um, and, and these these young people in 1969 would have almost all been the first uh, yes. generation in their family to go to college. Yes, and, any of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was key. Um, I mean, they had to fight their way in, right? Programs like SEEK uh, let them in, the Equal Opportunity Program. And once they got in, they looked around and said, why are we the only ones, you know, here? There's too few of us. Let's mm-hmm. let's try to open this up. And and so they did. They fought for the good cause, right? The, what Tammy was saying before, this movement, the student movement, the civil rights, human rights movement was built so that people can be included, not excluded. Uh-huh. It was based and founded on social justice, on love for your neighbor, right? And, and justice for your neighbor, love for your culture and love. for your people. Um, mm-hmm. So it was about bringing in people, opening, you know, sort of the ivory tower gates, right? To, to let the rest of the people in. Um, and so CUNY, yeah, was, was sort of ground zero, right? For that. Ground zero. You Absolutely. know, I want you to say that, being someone who is a professor still at Hunter College, I've been there 33 years. We can't romanticize where we are, though. It's still an ivory tower. We still have very few faculty of color. Yes. We still have very few openly queer faculty. Mm-hmm. We don't have faculty except maybe a few, a handful who are transgender. So we have to remember, we need to do so much more. I have seen, when I started in 1987, we had more Black students than we do in 2021. 
we have to ask some hard questions. We have less Puerto Rican students now than we ever had in the past. I'm only talking about Hunter College. Okay. We have it, not it, achieved. We have not achieved it. And that's why we have to keep on the table ethnic studies. It has to remain on the table. The fight for ethnic studies is the fight, basically, what Maria said. It's a fight to say, I love my neighbor. I want to get to know my neighbor. That's it. Right. We're going to have to uh, um, uh, leave here in the probably in the next uh, 30 to 40 seconds. So uh, okay. real quick, uh, Tammy or Maria, uh, can you share uh, with our audience uh, when, when and where people might have the chance to see this movie? Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Um, it's playing at Wendy's Subway, and that's an art space. And if it was physical, we'd be going to Bushwick. But it's an art space, can, and uh, a professor and student at the Graduate Center is doing a whole s- series on um, the struggle at CUNY, the struggle in terms of students, in terms of admissions, in terms of um, militant struggles. So this is a, a, a residency that is being done and they're showing the film. So tomorrow, if you go to the website, wendyssubway.com, I think, or .org, or com, but, it, but Google it. Um, and you can always go to Wendy's Subway uh, Facebook page, and they're going to be streaming the film and the panel. So your audience, John, is welcome. Please okay. come. And then it's going to have many screenings in February and in March. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have to go now. But uh, uh, Tammy Gold and, and Maria Perez Gonzalez, uh, thank you so much for joining us on uh, uh, the Independent News Hour this evening. You're welcome. Keep up the good fight. Okay, thank you. You too. La lucha sigue. Sigue, sigue, sigue. Palante. Palante. (laughs) All right. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay, so that uh, about wraps it up for uh, tonight's show. Many thanks to our producer, Alma Gagarian, for all her help. And uh, please remember to give generously to WBAI 516-620-3602 or give to WBAI.org. We'll be back same time next week.